This is the Post Porch Radio Podcast. we got 20 seconds left to celebrate before the official horn. And I'll tell you why, there's a lot of excitement on the field for the bold gold antelopes. And hopefully for you folks at home, final score from Brownwood. Post bold gold antelopes 35, the Valley View Eagles 7. Post lives to play in the state championship game at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Home of the post bold gold antelopes and lady lopes. Ball's up and it's over. Ace! And it's deja vu all over again as the Lady Lopes are by district champions and have advanced to the area round of the UAL 2A playoffs as they win the third set 25 to 18 and they win the game 3 to 0. Bringing you the inside scoop on highlights, insights, and recaps. Courtney with the ball at the top of the key gets over to McDaniel who's going to take a long three and it's good. Great shot by McDaniel. The crew gives their takes on everything bold gold. That is Avery Clarkson doing the endo on Eaton. Now, from the studio. All right, pass in to Crow for the three, and it's good. Here's this week's episode brought to you by the Post Sports Radio Crew. Hello, and welcome to the Post Sports Radio Podcast as the PSR crew brings you the first ever episode of our podcast in post sports radio history. I'm your host, Brennan Riker, uh, post high school class of 2021 alum, alongside First Baptist Church of Post's youth pastor, Bart Staten, who Hello. just came off his rookie season with post sports radio. He's had a couple of stints with. You talked about how you did some radio stuff in college yeah, a little at bit. Wayland Baptist. Yep. And then, of course, I'm here with the main of Enterprise, Jim Plummer. He's oh. alongside with us. Of course, you can listen to this podcast on anchor.fm slash PSR podcast, or you can also download the Anchor app today and search the Post Sports Radio podcast to find episodes where we will upload every Sunday evening. You can find the podcast on so many different platforms. We have Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. I don't even know where some of these platforms are, <laughs> but they're out there for you to enjoy. Uh, you can also find more PSR content on Facebook. Head there and give us a like for more content, including scores, dates, times, updates, and we have so much more on our Facebook page, including releases of episodes for the podcast. And uh, before we get into it, uh, we are looking for a sponsor for our podcast, so if anyone out there who's listening is interested in sponsoring our podcast, email Jim Plummer yes. at postsportsradio at gmail.com. Yes, sir. And Jim, you have some streaming information for this upcoming year. For our listeners and viewers. Uh, yes, in, yes, indeed. Sorry, I'm reaching for my materials. Uh, we're going to, we'll be uh, charging again for streaming, video streaming only. As always, audio is free, no matter which sport you listen to. But you're going to have some lower price options this year. Uh, last year, the football season, or football game, cost $7.95. This year, we're going to do $5.95 per game. Uh, you can do a season at a time, in other words, and we're talking about seasons of the year, not football or football, volleyball, but you can get football and volleyball together in the fall season for $50, so all those games. Uh, also, and that includes playoffs. Also, um, you can go for the all-access pass, which is all year from uh, late August through next late August. So you can uh, not only listen live, but all the um, uh, on-demand choices you can have too with all the sports and any other extra features we do including these podcasts 
you'll be able to listen to with that uh, all access pass and it's only $79 that is the best bang for your buck is the all access pass for the whole year only $79 thank you yes sir so that's going to be for this upcoming year we have so many different packages everything to your liking and like you said audio is always going to be free we're going to be of course doing what we did last year we're going to do volleyball district games all the football games playoffs for both of those sports uh basketball district games we're not sure about basketball yet but it's kind of those we'll get there when we get there and then uh, of course in the spring we'll have baseball and softball we have it all for post high school athletics now for our first episode we're going to be talking about volleyball so basically our first episode we're going to uh talk about the upcoming volleyball season so real quick let's recap what happened last season so in 2020 the the year of covid there was we met some teams who had some struggles but thank the lord we didn't have any we didn't really have any covid issues throughout the season now overall the lady lopes were 19 and 11 uh they had a 9 and 5 district record which is second in the district amongst two A's. and a little back back uh, back story on our district is we have three two A teams in our district and then we have five one A teams in the district so we play with a mix of two A teams and one A teams and we are in our second year of this current district realignment uh we finished fourth place in district overall which was a big increase from the 2019 season where we finished towards the bottom of the district. It was a rough year for our young team in 2019, but last year we saw big increases. In, uh, in, in me and Bart saw this. We saw a lot of games where we won the games that we were supposed to. In 2019, we lost some games that we, that we should have won, but we didn't quite win. So we saw a lot of improvement from last season. Uh, let's go over the final district standings. Of course, the Plains Cowgirls, which is always the team to beat every year, uh, finished in first place last season with a 14 and 0 district record. And Bart, they they ran uh, they ran over just about everyone. It seemed that no one could quite stop Plains at all. Yeah, they um, have really the last couple of years been. Uh the dominant team in in our district and I mean for good reason I mean they they play uh, really well they're really aggressive they they get out in front early and they stay out in front and so uh, and the few times we've heard about being in close games they've won those too so I mean they just have always found a way to win and then right behind Plains which this was this really surprised me Uh, I don't really think anyone saw this coming but the Aspermont Lady Hornets finished in second place behind Plains with a 10-4 and four district record. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the season, we didn't think much of Aspermont. We had beat them in that first game for the district opener last season. But after that, Aspermont took off. And, I mean, they, they really turned some heads in the district. And then uh, right behind them is a team that usually finishes second in the district, which is the Klondike Lady Cougars. They finished uh, district play with a 9-5 and five record. And then uh, right behind... Uh, Klondike was, of course, here post Lady Lopes, also with the nine and five record. The reason why Klondike uh, is that that number three was at the number three spot, and we we're at the number four spot in district play was because uh, Klondike has swept us in district play, which we'll talk about here in the second. So that's why they were able to, in those final standings, uh, get third, and then uh, right behind Post 
was the Loop Lady Horns. They finished in fifth place with a 6-9 district record. Uh, and then sixth place was the Wilman Union Lady Cats. Uh, they play hard. They played a lot of hard games. They fought Wilman Union played really hard, but uh, you know they they weren't quite able to put it together last season. So they finished district play with a five and ten record, uh, and then seventh place was the Ropes Lady Eagles, which was last season was Ropes' first year playing uh, volleyball in their school history. And, you know, they had a 3-11 and record, but you also have to consider they had COVID issues throughout the season. So I can imagine if they didn't have uh, COVID issues throughout the season, we would have saw um, maybe, you know, two more wins from the Ropes Lady Eagles in their first uh, season playing volleyball. Well, that's one thing I was going to mention, Brennan, is I would imagine out of all these teams, that's a team I could see making a big jump as far as being really competitive. They have a great girls basketball program and a lot of really good athletes. And like you said, I think between it being their first year um, and between some COVID issues, they you know they just end up not having a great season. But um, the times we played them and we saw them play, they were very, very competitive. And so I could see them making a big jump uh, and being a – uh, you know, easily being in that fourth spot in the district, I think, really easy. So uh, there might be somebody to, to watch out to be an improved team this year. Which, I mean, we see a lot of that competition from Ropes, not only in volleyball, but we see it in basketball because that's the one thing that Ropes hangs their hat on is girls' basketball, and they've had a really good program within the past decade. So you can think some of that, you know, some of those girls who play basketball, who uh, play volleyball, that competition, competition kind of translates and that definitely helps your case especially when you have a very young uh, volleyball program and then of course the last place team in the district was the Rotan Lady Hammers uh, they had a district record of 1-13 and they also had uh, they didn't have COVID issues they actually had some uh, roster problems you know they had some girls who um, failed you know their uh classes you know they they weren't eligible to play so they struggle with that throughout the season but I can imagine if, if they have their girls back they can win more than one game and I know that they're you know you look I've seen some pictures on Facebook of their of their team and I've been kind of looking at them you know you know they're not tall at all you know what you would want especially in the front row but um, I, they have some athletes and I think um, when you have eligibility issues, that really hurts your team's chances of being able to compete. So I think we'll see a lot more fight from Rotan this upcoming season. And then uh, for in the playoffs, uh, no, no one went further than the uh, regional semifinal round, and that was Klondike. So, of course, whenever playoffs come, you see the 1A teams compete against 1A teams exclusively in the playoffs. And then you see, of course, 2A teams play 2A teams exclusively in the playoffs. So uh, in 2A, they take the top four teams from each district, which, of course, there's only three 2A teams in our district. So all the 2A teams, us, Plains, and Ropes, we automatically qualify for playoffs, even if we don't win a single district game. Uh, with 1A, it's a little different. They only take the top three from each district, so we only saw three of five. 1A teams uh, playing the playoffs last season. Uh, Plains made it all the way to the 2A regional quarterfinal round. They lost to Amarillo Highland Park 3-0. to uh, 
uh, Aspermont was only area finalists. They only made it to the second round uh, in the playoffs, which I would imagine they would have got a number one seed just because they finished the top of all the 1A teams in our district. And they lost to Fort Davis 3-0. to zero. Uh, Klondike, of course, as I just mentioned, they had the highest finish of anyone last season, making it all the way to the regional semifinal round. They lost to Water Valley 3-0. to zero. And then, of course, Post um, made it to the area round. They lost to Wink 3-1. to one. And then Loop uh, only went one round. They had an early exit from the playoffs. They lost to Will Dorado. Is that how you say it? Will Dorado or Will Dorado? I've heard different things. Where you're from. Yeah, it does. It really does depend on where you're from. But nonetheless, they lost 3-0. to zero. And then, of course, Wilman, Union, Ropes, and Rotan were all eliminated from district play. And one thing that is worth mentioning, Bart, we see a lot of these 3-0 losses from our district opponents in the playoffs. We were the only team to win a set in our losing game, which may be indicative of something. I mean, that's that's a positive thing to look at, especially if you're the post-Lady Lopes. Yeah, we played, I mean, obviously a really tough uh, wink team, and uh, we gave them a good fight. We gave them a good, uh, a good competitive game and uh, just uh, a little outclassed that day, but I think there's a good uh, good chance that we can are going to continue to improve and can have a really great year this coming year. Yeah, so in district play, of course, well, backing up, uh, in the bi-district round, before we met up with Wink, we beat uh, Memphis 3-0 to in the bi-district round. I was there for that game. And then, of course, we lost to Wink in the area round 3-1, to which I wasn't at that game. We had a football practice. It was playoff time and I wasn't able to make that game but Bart you were there for that game in Seminole and I remember listening to just a tiny sliver of that game and uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong but Post won that first set did they not? Uh, yeah we have to go back and check that but I, I remember you know being surprised thinking we're going to really make a game of it and they did I think I believe if I remember correctly they started off strong and uh, you know Wink was able to kind of wake up I think after that first part and uh, kind of get things straightened out um, because I mean they're a great team they're they're such a good team and um, we did play well and I don't think we completely folded after that first set I just think they woke up and played a lot better I don't think because we had played them before we've, we've played Wink before uh, season before we got to that point and played them and uh, we lost to them as well but we weren't as good of a team you know we, we made such big strides you know you see it in our record but I'm um, just watching the quality of our play we're so much improved from last year when they played us. I think they were expecting a similar team um, than the team they played last year. And so I think we caught them off guard on that first set, if I remember correctly. And then I think that next one, they, they kind of woke up and like, okay, we're going to have to play a little bit. And uh, they then they took care of business. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, hard hard to see the season in that way because, again, <laughs> seems funny because we, we the last season ended similarly, losing to Wink. But, again, we were just so much better um, overall. Um, we really were – vastly improved which of course the the thing that i've noticed is uh wink is the roadblock that the late lobes seem to meet in the playoffs the past three seasons post has ran into wink in the area round and they haven't been able to get past wink in that area round and you're and you're exactly right wing is a they are a volleyball school they you know you look at the crowd i mean they have you know people playing drums i yeah. mean you can tell that this their school in that town's invested in volleyball. Yeah, they they had a huge crowd there, and they were right there, there, and they're very invested, and they were, um, you know, 
you could tell that there was a, a culture there that they've developed um, that was uh, it was fun to see, you know, and, you know, just because uh, how well those girls were supported. But, yeah, you can tell they came and they expected to win and they expected to, to get the job done. So uh, if we look at district play for the Lady Lopes, we swept Rotan, Loop, Wellman Union, and Ropes, and we uh, beat Aspermont once, which is that district opener. But then if we look at our district losses, of course, so our district wins, we beat all the teams that we were supposed to beat. If you look at that, those were the teams that, you know, we know we're better and we beat them, which is a good thing because we did, obviously we didn't see that in 2019. And if you look at our district losses, uh, we got swept by Plains. Uh, we had a 3-1 to one loss at home against them. And then we lost to Aspermont on the road, which for some reason, whenever we go to Aspermont, uh, we have struggled to, you know, produce some wins at Aspermont in this past couple of years. So I feel like whenever Post and Aspermont plays, I feel like usually that home team has the advantage. And then, of course, we got swept by Klondike. But uh, we had a close game at home against them as well, like that Plains game. And we took Klondike to five sets. And, of course, we lost three sets to two against Klondike. So, yeah, like I said, we won the games that we are supposed to, but you'd really like to see us, you know, take a win from Plains and Klondike, especially at home where you had the chance to take a couple wins. You weren't at that Klondike game. But I believe what had happened was uh, – no, I'm thinking of the Plains game. The Plains game, we won the first set – and we were very close to finishing out the second set against Plains. And they came roaring back and they took that second set. And then after that, it was all Plains. And, uh, and then the Klondike game, you know, I think it was kind of back and forth. But it's it's like that, what we talked about, uh, we just weren't able to quite close out. So that's one thing we would really like to see this season is our ability to close out. I mean, we, I mean, I think we'll have the team to definitely do it. It's just a matter of will they do it or not. Now let's segue into our roster segment. Uh, of course, head coach for the Lady Lopes is Stephanie Jenkins. And then she is assisted by Stephen Matusen. We have a new coach this season, uh, Suzanne Francis. She joined the staff this summer. So that that's your coaching staff. And now let's look at the roster for the Lady Lopes. Of course, this is bound to change. I can imagine it'll change as we get closer to the start of the season. Uh, but here we go. Uh, number one, Macy Rathbun. She is a senior. She's She was on the JV squad last season, and she's coming up to varsity this season. Number two, Chelsea Rodriguez, a junior. Uh, number four, Annalise Alanis, a junior. We saw her last season. She did a really good job with her service, and she played a huge role with her athleticism on the court. And then uh, your libero this season is going to be number seven, Lacey Gonzalez. She is also a senior. Uh, number eight, Shayla Brown, also a senior. Uh, she played a big role in that front row for the Lady Lopes. Number 10, Marty Cruz, also a senior. Uh, number 11, Bradley Miller, a senior. She's kind of, you know, the person that gets the team motivated. She fires up the team. And, and she is so athletic, and she's one of the best players on this team. And she's I think she's going to have a really good season, Bard, if she's able to keep progressing and just be able to be a team leader 
and you know whenever you may see the team you know there's a bit of a struggle and there's a bit of you know kind of you know a down feeling she could be that person to get that team fired up and back into games uh and then number 12 Kristen Tidwell she is also a senior who was still on the JV squad last year she is moving up to varsity this year and then your team captain number 14 Jalen Pittman she is also a junior but I mean she can just about do it all and then uh, number 15, Leah Moreno, a junior. And then we have some sophomores on the team, uh, Ashlyn Moore and Zarin Kirkpatrick. So that's your roster right there. And uh, you, you wanted to mention it. Uh, we have six six of our players out of the 11 are seniors. So this is going to be a heavy senior-led team this year. Yeah, we've got, um, like you said, six there. And I think, uh, and really all the rest are, are juniors. We have two underclassmen, two sophomores. So this is really, um, you know, an experienced team. Um, a lot of these, um, we have several girls coming up from JV who will play this year, who will, I think, get more time. Like, uh, I think Rathbun's going to get more time. I think Tidwell's going to get more time uh, on the front line there. So um, virtually the same team, with the exception of maybe like one, one or two, um, but uh, going to be a lot. So really running it back. And so um, – the great thing about that is a lot of continuity and a lot of experience. They've played a lot and they've played together a lot. And so I think that by itself is a, is a huge, huge plus going into the season. Yeah, you're right. Continuity is one thing that's really big with this program is we have virtually seen the same group of girls for the past two seasons. From the nine, 2019 season when they were young uh, freshmen and sophomores playing at a really young age on varsity, and now we've seen them finally reach, you know, this point in their senior year. And we've seen a lot of progress. Like I've said, I mean, 2019, it was one of those years where you experienced growing pains. Uh, 2019, we saw upward trajectory. And now this year is, you know, your make or break season. It's uh, six seniors. So, you know, this is a senior year for this team. And you can imagine, you know, the goal, there's going to be a lot of pressure to achieve a lot of goals this season, especially uh, if you want to win district or, you know, make it past that second round and finally get past Wink. Uh, if if you, let's say you don't win the district, you get that second seed again, and then you win your first playoff game, then you run into Wink and area round. You know, you know these girls really want to get past that second round. So it it, it, it is definitely a make-or-break season. Yeah, a lot of motivation going in to finish strong, realizing, hey, there's not, uh, for six of them, there won't be a next year. So it's a uh, do-or-die kind of time and uh, looking forward to seeing how they perform this season. Now let's go over the uh, schedule segment for the Lady Lopes. So a little disclaimer to our listeners. We recorded this episode on August 8th, and of course releasing it today on August 15th. So uh, for the week of August 8th, the Lady Lopes played four games, so for p- purposes, we're going to go over the games from uh, Tuesday, August 17th, and beyond. So, on Tuesday, August 17th, uh, Lady Lopes playing a duel against Benjamin and Newcastle. Uh, Friday, August the 20th through the 21st, Lady Lopes playing a big-time tournament at Graham, so that's going to be a very big tournament, something to keep an eye out for. Uh, Tuesday, August 24th, the Lady Lopes are at Tulia. And then uh, Saturday, August 27th through the 29th, uh, the Lady Lopes will be in Denver City for a tournament. 
And then they'll have back-to-back home games Tuesday, August 31st against Knox City. And then Friday, September 3rd, the same day the post-Bold Gold and Lopes football teams uh, play as Forsan, the Lady Lopes will play Forsan at home on Friday, September 3rd against the Lady Buffs. And then uh, district play starts Tuesday, September 7th. So the district schedule looks exactly the same as last season with home and away being flipped. And with uh, eight teams in the district, the Lady Lopes play a round-robin schedule. They'll play every team twice uh, with home and away series. So uh, Tuesday, September 7th, the Lady Lopes will be at Aspermont for the district opener. And then uh, Post Sports Radio's first broadcast will be September 11th at Rotan pregame 9.45 a.m. And the first serve at 10 Uh, Tuesday, September 14th, the Lady Lopes will be hosting the Plains Cowgirls. Uh, Saturday, September 18th, the Lady Lopes will be at Loop. That's going to be another post-sports radio broadcast. 9.45 a.m. pregame, 10 o'clock first serve. Tuesday, September 21st, the Lady Lopes will host the Klondike Lady Cougars. And then another... Uh, broadcast on September the 25th uh, will be at Ropes, and I believe that pregame will be at 10.45 a.m. and the first serve at 11. Uh, Tuesday, September 28th, the Lady Lopes will host the Wellman Union Lady Cats. Uh, And then Saturday, another broadcast, uh, October the 2nd, the Lady Lopes will be hosting Aspermont. Uh, pre-game 10:45, first serve 11. That'll be our only home broadcast of the season. So for the most part, Post Sports Radio will be on the road. And then after that home game against Aspirant on Tuesday, October 5th, the Lady Lopes will host the Rotan Lady Hammers. And then Saturday, October 9th, Post Sports Radio will be in Plains for that second game between Post and the late and the Cowgirls. Uh, pre-game at 11.45 and first serve at 12 p.m. right there at noon. And then Tuesday, October 12th, the Lady Lopes will host Loop. And then uh, Saturday, October 16th, the Lady Lopes are on the road at Klondike. That's another post-sports radio broadcast. Pre-game at 10.45 a.m., first serve at 11 a.m., and then uh, Post Sports Radio will be broadcasting Senior Night, which will be Tuesday, October 19th, against the Ropes Lady Eagles. Uh, 5.45 pregame, 6 o'clock first serve. And then the last district game for the Lady Lopes will be Tuesday, October 26th. And that's that game will be at Wellman Union, pregame 5.45, and then the first serve at 6. So that's a look at the schedule and like I said, it's basically the same as last season. Of course, you have a few minor tweaks in the non-district slate. But, you know, of course, district slate is entirely the same with home and away being flipped, of course, at the same time. And I mentioned how the Lady Lopes have a round-robin schedule. So that's your look at the uh, 2021 volleyball schedule. Now we are on with uh, head volleyball coach Stephanie Jenkins. Coach, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Now, Coach, your team finished in 
the top four of the district last season. And that was a major improvement from 2019. How are you using the improvement to motivate your team for this season? Well, we have been, um, you know, gradually improving over the last couple of years. Um, we were really young a few years ago when we started out with this group of kids. So, um, you know, we've just been talking about confidence and staying motivated and really confidence, I think, has been the main focus last year and this year um, to just, you know, they're starting to be confident in what they can do and what we've been working on and that, you know, they're believing in that. So I really think that just all of that tying together is what's, going to motivate us for this coming season they're ready to go now last year the lady lopes came close to sealing wins from many teams but uh the lady lopes weren't able to quite finish those games uh what will your team need to do this season to pull out those close games um i think that this year starting out like i said confidence is like my main thing this year um confidence and communications those are the two things i need we need to focus on but um I think that when we come out, we're ready to play a little bit sooner. And I think that starting out with maybe a little bit more of an impact instead of like kind of gliding through the beginning of the game and then turning it on, hopefully that will let us catch some jump out in some leads this season and then maybe give us not such a tight race at the end of the game. Maybe we can try, you know, kind of lead, go into the end of the game with a little bigger gap. And experience, you know, I think all of that together should help us out. This is Bart Staten with head volleyball coach Stephanie Jenkins. Uh, coach, your team's, uh, you, you started two days last week and you've already had a couple of scrimmages and you've talked a lot about uh, already about confidence and I think the other one you said was communication. Um, what progress have you seen over uh, two days and over the uh, the scrimmages that you guys had already? Um, well, two days, you know, I know it's, it's only four days long, so it's kind of hard to see, like, immediate progress in just those four days because, you know, there's not a ton of volleyball in the actual two-a-day time. But, um, you know, the progress, I, I guess I could call it progress, is the girls have been working really hard this year. You know, we have our mile run and all that stuff during two-a-days, and they all beat their times the second time we ran the mile. And, I mean, some of them beat their times by, like, 30 seconds. Um, our middle, Marina, uh, Leah Marino, I think she beat her last year's mile time by like three minutes. So, I mean, I feel like they're just really working a lot harder this year. And then we, we, we maxed out during two days and they've been really sore and they've just really kept up a really good work ethic. So I really, I kind of feel like that's some progress, you know, we got to scrimmages on Friday and Saturday. They were, I mean, they were ready to roll. They came out strong. We were already trying to run our offense faster, which is something we kind of worked towards last year. So, um, I just feel like we're definitely starting out where we left off last year. I don't feel like we regressed any. So I kind of, you know, that feels like progress through two a days. And do you think that has something to do with, we were talking earlier, um, where there's six seniors on this team, and then I think four or five sophomores, do you think a lot of that, them coming in locked in, has to do with the fact that, hey, we're seniors or we're juniors, and we know we may not have, you know, we're not going to have next year. You think that's maybe why some of them are taking it a little more seriously so far this year? Yeah, I think that, well, I mean, I never really thought about it that way. I just kind of thought about the fact that they they really seemed like last year, they just loved to play. And I just really feel like they love to play volleyball. And, you know, we had that really good game against ending the season last year with Wink, and I just think they were ready to go. But, you know, that could be – it's been a while since I've had a group of seniors. You know, the last two years we only had, like, maybe one senior. 
So I'm sure there is a little bit of that creeping into their mind, you know, that this might be the, that this will be their last high school season and, and stuff like that too. Hey coach, this is Brennan again. Uh, one of the more unknown facts about this Lady Low program is the furthest post has ever made it in the playoffs is three rounds. Uh, what is the goal this year for playoffs? <laughs> well, the goal is always to get further than it was the year before, of course. But uh, you know, we haven't really talked about it yet this season because we've just been going about 100 miles an hour these last five days. Um, but, you know, there's always a little mention of here and there about what's going to happen when we run into Wink, you know, in the next round or the, it's in the playoffs this year. Um, you know, we just want to advance as far as we can. And, you know, depending how the playoff bracket falls, sometimes – your second game is your hardest and then you might catch some weaker teams or your third game might be the hardest and then you could catch a couple weaker teams so you know if we can pull all the stuff we've been working over you know talking about and working on over these last few seasons if we could just pull it all together this year you know i mean i don't know what the limit is for us so we'll just have to see all right coach hi jim Plumber here speaking with uh, coach stephanie jenkins head volleyball coach at post high school uh doing good so far this summer yeah Yep, right. everything's good. Well, we're all looking forward to the season. Uh, looking at what's happened recently, uh, the Olympics just ended. Did the Olympic exposure for for the game of volleyball affect your high school players in any way? You know, I never really – I never even heard them talk about it, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. I don't even know if these kids watch the Olympics, you know. Um, we talk a little bit about college ball sometimes when we're talking, you know, just chit-chatting on the court and things about new vocabulary and, you know, some things that we see and, or I might watch on TV. But per se, the Olympics, we haven't really had any discussions about that. But Okay, what about you? Um, no, I hate to say that. I think my, <laughs> husband recorded, my husband recorded one Olympic volleyball game for me. And I haven't even really watched it. <laughs> We've been so busy this week with two days and everything. And sure. Okay. I haven't hardly watched TV. Yeah, that, that's that's not a big problem. You're worried about uh, this high school team right now. Now, talking about this team right now, um, who are some upcoming players that you think will step up big time this season? Um, some upcoming like new players to the season or to the varsity is Aaron Kirkpatrick. She'll be a sophomore this school year. Um, she's played just a couple of games off and on with us last year. Um, this year she'll be on the varsity roster and um, she's a good little athlete. I think once she spends a few week, a few weeks inside the game, I think we're going to see some big things coming from her. And then uh, let's talk about the returning players. Of course, we talk about the six seniors on the team and a lot of these girls are returning to the team. Are there, are there any of those girls that you think – could have the potential to have a breakout season. Yeah, I think as far as just the seniors go, I think um, Marty uh, Cruz and Lacey uh, Gonzalez are going to be, you know, our main back row players. Lacey's been our libero for the last couple years. So, you know, I'm always expecting big things from Lacey. She's, she catches the ball early. I mean, or like she zones it on the ball early. She sees a lot of things. You know, as soon as it comes off the offensive player's hand, uh, she catches that ball and she's ready to get to it. So I'm not expecting big things out of her this season. Um, Shayla Brown, um, she's off with the military right now, but we're anticipating that she's going to come back this season for her senior year. Um, you know, I, she's going to be ready to roll some big hits from her. So I think our seniors are going to step up this year. 
Well, Coach, I think that's all the questions oh, we then, have for you today. Oh, I forgot. Uh, Briley Miller, she's one of our other seniors. She's playing really good right now. She's just full force. She's um, attacking the ball from the back row. She's attacking the ball from the front row. She's jump serving. So she's definitely going to be one of our main forces this year. Um, she's just going all out for us. Well, Coach, I think that's all the questions we have for today. Thank you so much for calling in, and a good luck this upcoming season. All right, thank you. Thanks, Coach. That was head volleyball coach Stephanie Jenkins, head coach for the post, Lady Lopes. Now for our final segment, we're going to give our predictions on what we think is going to happen for this upcoming season. And, Bart, I'll go first. Um, I think the Lady Lopes – are going to finish second behind Plains and District, and I think the Lady Lady Lopes will have a, the potential to go as far as three rounds. And, I mean, we've talked about it. I mean, these seniors are due. They have put in so much time and effort and hard work, and they've gone through, you know, big wins and uh, heartbreaking losses, close losses. I mean, they've been through it all, and I think really this they are due um, something special. Now, are the Lady Lopes going to be able to get past Plains? I'm not sure. I think we can definitely beat Plains at least once. I have no doubt about that in my mind. Now, are we going to be able to finish ahead of them in the district standing? Because we've talked about it. Uh, these past two seasons, Plains has been the undefeated district champion. They have rolled through everyone. So, as of right now, I think Lady Lopes can beat Plains. Right now, I'm a little on the fence as to whether the Lady Lopes can actually win the district championship in a whole. But I think they have the potential to at least finish second in district play. And then as it goes for the playoffs, I mean, we can, we know Wink needed a wake-up call in that first hit. And I think, you know, finally, I mean, we've played them the last three times in the playoffs. I think this time is the time that we finally say, you know what, you know, enough is enough and they're going to use – these past couple years where they've knocked us out of the playoffs as motivation to finally break through that second round and get to that third round. Yeah, I'm I'm like you, Brent. I'm on the fence. I, I think either way, I think this team improves a lot. Um, and I think that's going to go to just some really basic things like our seniors are coming back and our juniors are all coming back. We all have a ton of experience um, at this point. Um, so I think they'll continue to get better. I think that um, – the continuity of having the same coach now for a couple of years. Um, you know, they, they got used to playing coaching and system. They're going to be playing that again this year. Um, and so there's a lot of continuity going in towards it. And I think, like you said, you know, we were, um, you know, we definitely improved last year, but then there's also moments where we're like, okay, I think there's even still another level we can get to. If we, we show flashes to where we just play just exceptionally well. And I think it's all, like you said, it's potential. And so whether or not that crystallizes, um, one of the things that's different from this year than last year is assuming, you know, uh, people are able to stay relatively healthy, we're going to be able to play some tournaments early um, that we didn't get to play last year, some real tournaments. And I know we kind of had some tournaments last year, but a lot of them had to be canceled. And I'm hoping that's going to give us a chance to play um, some really good teams early if we can get further into those tournaments. And I think that will give us an indication pretty quickly you know, how good can we be? Or it could help, you know, say, hey, they're running some teams and realize, hey, this is the level we got to get to. Um, 
you know, if we were, if we're wanting to beat some planes, because I think we can beat planes. I think we can beat planes this year. Um, you know, uh, I definitely think we could, we could split with them. I could see that route being really realistic. Now, whether or not we win the, the, the district, you know, I think it's possible that we're right there. You know, I think we could be a really close finish. So um, I'm with you. I think, like you said, I think we'll finish second. I think we can easily go three rounds. Um, like I said, Winks, you know, whether or not we have to play Wink again, I think we have a good shot again, just because we know that team now we've, you know, um, and we're going to be even better than we were last year. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much with you. I think second, I think we'll go at least three rounds, uh, maybe four. Um, but either way, I think we're going to be much improved. I think they're going to be a lot of fun. I hope that uh, if you're listening to this, that you get a chance. If you get a chance, go out and support those girls live, get in the gym, yes, yes. especially on those home games. Uh, let's get them a good crowd. Let's make sure you know we show them we're there to support them. And, man, if you get a chance to travel – especially on some of these bigger road games we're going to go play, like a place like Plains, um, you know, a place like Aspermont, you know, Klondike, some of those things. If you get a chance to go travel, man, go show some support to these girls. Like I said, we've got a lot of seniors who've put in uh, almost four years now worth of work doing this. And so uh, make sure we get out there and uh, support those girls. Yeah, and, and, and I think you're right. You know, uh, when you talk about playoffs is you can get to – you know, three rounds easy. Another thing that you also have to consider, I, I almost forgot about it, is I think in Region 1 you have two teams to look out for, and that is Wink and uh, someone that I almost forgot about, uh, Sanford Fritch. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone that I nearly yeah. forgot about, Sanford Fritch, is I think They're always you know, in the playoffs, you're either, one way or the other, no matter how far you go, uh, you're either going to run into Wink or Sanford Fritch. Those are the two powerhouses in Region 1. But I mean, these girls are due a good season, and and like and I agree with what you said is, uh, come out and support these Lady Globes. I mean, you know, last year I know a lot of people weren't able to do that because of COVID. But I think you know, with you know a lot of that slowly going down, there's it's been a slow return to normal, and I think uh, the opportunity has now presented itself for people to finally go back out and support their teams, especially on Friday nights and, you know, Tuesdays and Saturdays. So go out and support the Lady Lopes. And I believe Jim has some more stuff on the uh, 2021 through 2022 school year streaming services. Jim, what do you have for us? I just want to repeat what we talked about earlier in case you missed it. The uh, new streaming rates are, are, are user-friendly, happier, whatever you want to call them, the the prices have come down a little bit, and we're offering three different options for you to buy. The best one for the bang for your buck is $79. You can get all video and audio broadcast live and on demand. That's through the entire school year, all three seasons, uh, fall, winter, and spring. Or you can buy either of those seasons for $50 each. Uh, that You can buy the football season, which also includes uh, volleyball because it's the fall season, $50. The winter season includes basketball, both boys and girls, that's $50. Or in the spring for softball and baseball, it's $50. Um, so whatever you want to do, you can do it. Or you can just pay for one game at a time, and that's $5.95 per game. Uh, that's for any broadcast that we do. And, of course, once again, all live audio is free, so you can listen just to the old-fashioned radio-type stuff. And we, uh, we'll be uh, presenting the broadcast as it is radio only, but we'll be adding the video for those who need it or want it. Also, finally, if you bought an annual pass this past year, uh, it is probably good until the 26th or 27th of this month. So come past that date, you'll have to renew and start with a new pass. So keep that in mind also. Thank you. 
Uh, All right. One of the things I'm going to say quick is so if, essentially you're looking at $6 a game. So if you plan on listening to 13 games or more over the course of the next year, like you said, buying that $79 pass is by far going to be your best. Because like if you listen to all the football games and then you listen to all the baseball games, well, that's going to more than get your money's worth out of that. That's so. right. So go the extra mile to start off and make the rest of your, your year easier. You won't have to buy every single game you want to listen to. It takes a little process in doing so. So, Bart, you're right. Pay the $79 and then, then forget about it. Listen to all the post-sports radio stuff you want. All you want, on demand, anytime, anyplace, anywhere. That's right. And uh, I think that will do it for us. This has been the post-sports radio podcast. Thank you for listening. I know this is a young podcast. We're learning, and we uh, we welcome all sorts of feedback. Uh, leave us a comment on Facebook. Send Jim a uh, email and of course like i said we're looking for a sponsor anyone who's interested in that email jim plumber at postportsradio at gmail.com and we'll be back next sunday evening on anchor with another special preview this time we'll have the post football preview with kurt cowdry and call windham joining us as we talk about the upcoming football season it will be an absolute must listen so make sure you listen then for Bart Staten and Jim Plummer, I'm Brennan Riker saying so long and God bless. We'll see you next week. For everything bold gold, listen to the next Post Sports Radio podcast. podcast.